What's up, everybody? This is Lola Ojabwale, founder of Lunchpail Labs. Welcome back to Lunchpail Daily, my personal audio diary on building and growing Lunchpail Labs, which is a digital product studio based out of Atlanta, Georgia. In today's episode, wanted to jam about fog, behavior change, and all of that jazz. So um, BJ Fogg, he is a Stanford behavioral researcher and professor. I think he's even started the behavior lab at Stanford. And um, this today's topic was inspired by a recent client conversation where for this particular client, their product has been out for a while. And we were talking about how to incentivize certain behaviors on the app for users, or at least have them have certain behaviors that sort of better align with their business goals. And I think Fogg and his behavior model, which is more of a psychology framework, provides a lot of good hints that we can think through about how to incentivize behaviors on the products that we build. And so I just wanted to jam on all of that in today's episode. So starting at the beginning, what is Fogg's behavior model? There are really three elements at the heart of it. It's that there are three elements that converge at the same moment for a behavior to occur. And these elements are motivation, ability, and a prompt to trigger the behavior. When a behavior does not occur, it's because one of these things are missing. And kind of taking it back, so like how do you influence motivation? And there's also this kind of graph um, that comes with this model where the y-axis is motivation, x-axis is um, your ability and there's a curve that kind of slopes down of the easier it is to do the lower motivation you have to sort of clear when you have a prompt and the harder it is to do the higher your motivation needs to be when you have a prompt and i think it also provides an interesting framing just from like for like notification and prompts, like notification strategy in general, like really we only want notifications when we have sufficient ability and motivation to act on that behavior. Otherwise they become a nuisance. So taking that back, you have your three elements, the motivation, your ability, and a prompt to trigger the behavior. And there are several ways to influence motivation. So we can start there. With motivation, there are three types of motivators. You have sensation, which is pleasure or pain, anticipation, which is hopes or fears, and belonging, which is acceptance or rejection. And some examples of how you might incorporate motivators in products are things like achievements. That's like a sensation motivator. Sneak peeks, um, that can be like an anticipation motivator, like you're piquing someone's curiosity to check something out, um, maybe inside a prompt or providing status. And I think we see that a lot in social media applications, you know, the verification badge or a leaderboard. And on deck, there is a leaderboard, which I thought was an interesting inclusion in the project product, a leaderboard of who gives the most referrals to an on deck, like to, yeah, to an on deck, uh, fellowship. And so that's, I think, an interesting way to incorporate increased motivation when ability is high, but, you know, motivation is low. 
But the next piece, which I think is probably the most like UX related is influencing ability. And there are three ways to increase ability. And that's by making a task easier slash simplifying, increasing the ability with a tool or training people. Um, I think a lot of, for some of the more like technical work that I do, um, I think a lot of the documentation and tutorial videos probably fall into this category. He also shares this ability chain um, this in this FOG model. And there are six links, time, money, physical effort, mental effort, routine. And usually when you're trying to influence ability, especially by simplifying or making a task easier, you are targeting one of these links in the chain that are like the, the weakest link is the hardest piece to in the ability kind of for like the user to do that behavior. So that's a little bit on ability, basically making the task easier, finding ways to raise the ability. And then what ties it all together are prompts. And there's no behavior without a prompt. In our day to day, some of these prompts are like internal, like I just have my routine of checking my email or um, so I go on superhuman because that's part of my routine or uh, I see a notification, and I want to check something out, but there are other types of prompts as well. When the motivation is high, but the ability is low, that's when you want to have a facilitator prompt. These are going to be things like a software wizard, an onboarding widget, um, a little, maybe some even help text as you are going through a process or feature on your application. Then you have these spark prompts for high ability and low motivation. These are the kinds of prompts that are really trying to raise the, the, the motivation of the, the target user. And so, so things like that could be a leaderboard. It could be a screen showing um, consistency or progress that kind of sparks, raises the motivation to continue. It can be events. You know, Zapier, for example, um, recently launched this no code day that they're that they're now going to run i think for people who have potentially high ability with zapier or engaging with that community um that no code day and like there's like a twenty five thousand dollar contest helps raise like the motivation and then there's signal prompts these are probably i think some of the more overused prompts because you really only um need them this is when ability is sufficiently high Motivation is sufficiently high and you just need a reminder. Um, I know how to cook. I want really want to cook and I just need like a reminder to, to do that. Um, this is probably from a product perspective where your push notifications kind of kind of come in. Um, and yeah, you just have that reminder. That's really that's really it. I'll definitely link Fog's behavior model because I think it's so very interesting. And I'm thinking about how it might fit in with other frameworks, like jobs to be done is probably a way to uncover like current behaviors and like what folks are overcoming. And then you can kind of get into the pseudo of like what their motivations and abilities are to design your product to kind of combat that. But wanted to jam on that today uh, be while it was fresh on my mind. And that's it for Wednesday, and I hope everyone has a wonderful one, and I will catch you all later.